Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Stride to Glory with me, Carl Wakeford, your host. I quit my job as a big four chartered accountant to become a full-time content creator and fitness business owner. I'm going to share with you the ups, the downs, and everything in between to inspire, educate, and help you on your journey. Everything you are about to listen to, I am personally actioning in my business. So, get your running shoes on, get in the zone, and prepare yourself for a new personal best. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Stride to Glory. In this episode, we're going to talk about your inner voice. Your inner voice is that little critic which pipes up whenever you're doing anything which causes you stress. Now, if you're a runner, then you have inevitably experienced this little voice inside of your head. It can either spur you on to do amazing things and cross the finish line triumphantly, or it can be your worst enemy and it can derail your progress. So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you all about what your inner voice is, why the heck it even exists, and then I'm going to offer you some practical tips to overcome your inner voice whenever it starts to derail your progress. So it's been another fantastic week in the Strider and Glory HQ. Things are always progressing. My clients are always making progress, which is so good to see. My London marathoners are all post-recovery and they're now starting to focus on their next set of goals. It's also the month where the London Marathon releases the ballot results. So at the end of October, we're going to be finding out who is going to be running in the London Marathon 2023. So if you've entered the ballot for the London Marathon 2023 and you would like coaching, if you'd like to eliminate the guesswork from your training equation, if you'd like to train alongside a group of other amazing runners who are all training for the same goal then make sure you consider Stride and Glory's marathon coaching program it has helped my athletes so far in all of the marathons that they've been training for to achieve fantastic results and of course that can be you too and I would like it to be you too so do get in touch if you have any questions about the coaching program today I competed in the Great South Run which is in my hometown of Portsmouth So we started at the seafront and then we ran through historic Portsmouth, through the dockyard where we saw the Queen Elizabeth aircraft carrier, um, all the way around through the centre of the city, back looping round to the seafront again, and then we finished off. And one of my clients overtook me at the end, who was racing past. Today was a training run for me, just taking it nice and easy, because tomorrow... I start block one, week one of marathon training for 2023. So I'm super excited to announce that in 2023, I'm targeting the Rome Marathon, the Brighton Marathon, and either the Manchester or the London Marathon, which are a week apart in April 2023. So if I do get a ballot place for the London Marathon, then I will be doing that. I'm also scoping out a 70.3 Ironman in Australia in May next year. I'll be going over there in April um, after the London Marathon if I get a place to watch my sister, one of my three lovely sisters, get married. So what better way to make the most of a trip to Australia than competing in a 70.3 Ironman? So with all those goals requires a lot of training. So I've planned my time between now and April next year in order to make sure that I smash all of my goals. So tomorrow, Monday 17th of October 2022, block one, week one officially starts. So stay tuned. I'm going to be documenting the entire journey on my YouTube. I'm also going to be talking about it every week on the podcast, just giving you updates 
And excitingly, this is going to be my first official planned entrance to YouTube. And I'm going to be making these videos as exciting as possible, as informative as possible. And I'm going to be telling you exactly how I'm training for these events. On Wednesday this week, I'm going to Lake Como to run around and get some content. I'm going to be doing some trail running. I'm going to be doing some road running. And this is all going to be captured and delivered in the very first YouTube video, which drops in two weeks time. So make sure you stay tuned for these announcements. That's about it for the updates in this episode. So let's crack on with your inner voice. So before I go on, I'm going to start by saying that I have had a lot of experience with the concept of your inner voice. As a running coach, I help a lot of people to overcome their inner voice. But I am by no means an expert and I am by no means a person who has exemplary control over their inner voice. In my opinion, we can all improve the control we have over our inner voice it is something that no matter what level of athlete you are we always have boundaries and it's important to continually try and progress in order to break those boundaries down and i think your inner voice that little voice inside of your head which either pushes you to achieve or stops you from achieving is one of the key determinants of whether you will make that progress so Whatever level of athlete you are, I think you can always improve the relationship with your inner voice. But let me start by talking to you about what it actually is. Your inner voice is that little whisper inside your head, which, depending on the type of person or athlete you are, can really hold you back at different points in time. So for some people, their inner voice pipes up when they are simply trying to leave the house for a run. And it becomes really difficult for them to even just get out the front door and get the exercise in. While for other people, it can occur on mile two, mile four, mile six, or while they're deep in the pain cave trying to finish off a marathon in record time. Your inner voice, basically, whenever it does pipe up, and hopefully you're already starting to realise when your inner voice might start to pipe up, whether it's early, whether it's in the middle of your run, or whether it's towards the end, your inner voice basically is a reaction to discomfort. Now, as humans, we're physiologically programmed to avoid discomfort. And by discomfort, I mean going for a run, doing something which causes our body stress. And our brain essentially pipes up to say, oh, no, you're running quite fast here. You better slow down or take it easy. You know, I am uncomfortable. And it's signaling to you via the inner voice inside of your head saying you should slow down or you should walk here. And it highlights a difference which is called the mind-body gap. And the mind-body gap is the difference between what you are physically able to do, what your body is physically able to do, and what your mindset allows you to do. Now, your body can do extraordinary things. Your body will go for days, if not weeks. It can really do fantastic things. However, it is the mind that limits us and ultimately is what allows our bodies to do these amazing things. So if your mind-body gap is large and there is a big disparity between what your mind allows you to do and what your body is capable of doing, then your inner voice is going to be a lot louder than some other people's. For example, if you take professional athletes, their mindset is on their side when they're doing these phenomenal things because their body will get pushed right to the limit and their mindset is allowing them to do that. So I'll give you an example of this. My local five mile running route, straight from my front door, loops around a nice little circuit. However, 
the halfway point of my five mile run, there is a demoralizing straight. And I always like to use this example because I think it perfectly showcases what your inner voice can do. Now, when I get to this straight, I always think to myself, oh God, this is the worst part of the run, hands down. And I know it's coming up. I'm set off strong and I feel really good about myself. I'm running at a fast pace. But as I know I'm nearing this demoralizing straight, my brain starts to play tricks on me. He starts to tell me, you should slow down, or you need to walk here, or this is a demoralizing straight, you don't really want to run all of that. Now, I know that on the other side of this demoralizing straight, I am on the home stretch. And I have run this route countless times, countless times. I know what good looks like, and I know that I can run that whole five-mile route in a very quick time. However, every time I get to this straight, I experience the exact same issue. My brain says, oh, slow down. You can walk here. Come on, you don't really want to run this whole demoralizing straight. Now, I know if I overcome that inner voice in order to achieve a time that I know I'm capable of achieving for the whole five-mile route, it is a serious success in my books because sometimes, admittedly, I do walk and it's that little pocket of my brain of or my inner being where I allow excuses to overcome the results that I know I'm capable of achieving all fueled by my inner voice telling me that I need to stop and I will admit that I definitely could be better in certain scenarios at controlling my inner voice rather than letting it get the better of me but I think this is a good illustration so Perhaps you might have experienced it on your local running route or perhaps you've had a run recently or a workout where you know you didn't give your all. And the reason why you didn't give that all was not because you weren't able to, but it's because you just didn't. Now, in practical terms, what I would say is if this happens and you experience this, the first thing that you should do is actively register when it comes on. A lot of people won't think about it. But it's really important to register when this inner voice, when this inner negativity starts to try and derail you. And then it's important to self-reflect because, you know, life is a chaotic thing. There are many reasons within our control that might have resulted in our inner voice being louder of a day in particular. For example, if we haven't slept properly, if we haven't eaten right, if we're feeling stressed or something's happened to us recently, that means our mindset isn't really on our side. These are all factors within our control and it's important to reflect on these things because if they are out of whack or any of these variables could be corrected, then it's important to do so as quickly as possible because ultimately these are in our control, so we should control them. However, if they are all under control, you've had enough sleep, you're not feeling stressed, you've eaten really well, then it could just come down to potentially laziness and I'll hold my hands up and admit that at certain times my laziness does get the better of me and I give up too soon and at that point you need to think to yourself am I really giving my all because ultimately you know what good looks like you know let's not kid ourselves taking my five mile route for an example I know what good looks like and if I give up too soon then I need to hold myself accountable for that and that's exactly what you need to do too you know what good looks like And you need to hold yourself accountable. If all the variables I've just mentioned are under control, then you should be holding yourself accountable for poor performance. Now, I know that by talking about the concept of inner voice, 
I am talking about a huge spectrum of inner voices. Now, my inner voice will be completely different to your inner voice or to the next person's inner voice. So I, as a person, feel like I'm quite resilient. And although my inner voice pipes up and tries to derail my progress, it doesn't come from a place of me having a bad mindset. Now, it is an element of that. However, because I am fairly resilient, I do not doubt myself and my abilities. And I think that makes it much easier for me to self-critique myself and know that I'm not giving my all and I'm making excuses. However, if you are the kind of person who does doubt yourself and you know that your mindset could be improved and you lack self-confidence, then your inner voice can be coming from this place. And it's really important to recognize that because you need to solve those underlying issues. You need to make sure that you are doing all you can to improve your self-confidence and to think about yourself in a positive light because if you don't, then ultimately it's your own mindset conspiring against you. It's not that you aren't capable, it's just the fact that you're telling yourself these things. So in order to help yourself with this, you really need to recognize and pinpoint negative thought patterns It's really key that when these patterns emerge, you understand that they're just simply not true. Because going back to what I explained earlier, your body is so much more capable than your mind allows you to believe that if your own mindset is getting in the way of your physical achievements, i.e. you're in disbelief about what you can physically do, then you're limiting yourself from the off. I'll give you a fantastic example of this. One of my clients recently has absolutely smashed the London Marathon. She got a time of three hours and 30 minutes and it was her first ever marathon. Now, this woman is so physically capable, it's unreal. She's a mum, she works really hard, she has a very demanding life. I'm sure she goes through periods of stress with everything that she has going on. But she's very physically capable. Now, up until she crossed the finish line, she doubted herself enormously enormously and it's since finishing the London Marathon that she now has an incredible amount of self-belief in her abilities and it's just crazy to think about the contrast between pre and post London Marathon for her because she's always been super capable and as a coach I've always known this about her But she didn't know about herself and now she attacks her training from a completely different perspective where she is aware of what she is capable of. So she doesn't question whether she can run at a certain pace. She doesn't doubt whether she can achieve a certain goal. She just goes, right, okay, cool, let's do it. So if you can relate to this and you feel like you could improve your mindset, then you really need to go out of your way to make sure that you are doing that now a really good way to do this is to make sure that you're constantly putting yourself out of your comfort zone by setting yourself ambitious goals another good way to do this is to hang around with people who exhibit the mindset you want to showcase and lastly a really good way to do this is simply just to get a coach now all of my training programs focus heavily on resilience because understanding and improving upon this mindset is key to achieving what you want to achieve on your training program So if you do feel like you can improve in this department, then 
come join one of my coaching programs. It will really, really benefit you. Lastly, stop giving a fuck what other people think. Because quite often when we have a negative thoughts, it comes from a place of comparison. For example, if you're a runner and you're tracking on Strava, I know that a lot of people, including myself, get very self-conscious about tracking their runs because they feel like it's not good enough. They feel like people on Strava are going to look at the pace and they're going to judge them. And that's just quite simply ridiculous. It doesn't happen. No one cares. Everyone only Everyone is always ever concerned with themselves and no one is ever really looking at your paces on Strava. But it's important not to give a fuck what other people think about you and your training because ultimately it's a personal endeavour. So if your negative thought patterns are coming from a place of comparison, then you have my permission to completely stop that train of thought and that method of thinking. So that's essentially your inner voice in a very surface level nutshell. It's that little whisper inside of your brain that will either help you to achieve fantastic things or derail your progress More often than not, it derails one's progress because your inner voice pipes up due to stress or stimuli. For example, when we go on a run, it pipes up to tell us, oh, feeling a little bit uncomfortable. And it's really key to register when this comes on in order to overcome it. You need to identify negative thought patterns so that you can ultimately nip them in the bud because they are not true. You need to hold yourself accountable for laziness or poor performance knowing what your good looks like and to do this you need to control the factors that you can control if they are controlled then it might just be laziness it might just be poor performance but if they are not controlled sleep nutrition stress then you should definitely look to control these as soon as possible thanks so much for tuning into this week's podcast if you're enjoying the episode so far please leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on Or alternatively, take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on your social media platform. It really helps me to talk with more people and engage in better conversations. Thank you.